Hello and welcome to the More Confidence with Luna Gaia podcast. I'm your host, Lenaria Gaia, and here we talk all things body image, self-esteem, your thinking in your mind. How do you connect true to you in every part of who you are? I want you to know that all of you is welcome. So sit back and relax and listen to today's episode. Sending you love. Hi, beauties. How are y'all doing? I just had an interesting, I had a very interesting experience this morning. And as I so often do, I felt compelled to share with you. And it's been ages since I've actually been live to come and hang out with (laughs) y'all. It's been a long time. So yes, feeling compelled to have a conversation about boundaries. And I'm wondering how, for those of you watching live or afterwards, how do you go with boundaries? If I was to say, hey, what I want you to do is say no to that person, or what I want you to do is to set a really healthy boundary with your parents or your family or your loved one, how do you go with boundaries? Let me know in the comments how to, you know, because boundaries can be one of those things where we get really nervous to do it, particularly when we've spent our life people pleasing. I'm a recovering people pleaser. I spent my whole life looking after everybody else's needs, putting myself last. Well, I mean, I say last, but not putting myself on the list at all. Hey, Anna, nice to have you here. Beautiful. Happy birthday for the other day, by the way. (laughs) So, yeah, I spent my whole life people-pleasing, and I think that so many of us can relate to this when we don't put ourselves on the list at all, that we are more, more comfortable. I'm actually going to say that again. We feel better if we're uncomfortable as long as other people aren't. You know, we cut off our own edges. We make ourselves, we put ourselves down or put ourselves and our needs last or not at all in order to not make other people uncomfortable. How often do we do this in our lives? How often have you said yes to someone? How often have you, you know, complied to a situation in order to just not rock the boat, in order to not upset somebody else? When has somebody annoyed you, done something that is clearly a boundary and you get upset and angry about it, You might set that boundary, maybe aggressively, I don't know, depending. Often that's what happens when we don't set them regularly. We we tend to explode a little bit or we get a bit passive aggressive. Then to only turn around and second guess yourself. Did I overreact? Is it really that bad? Should should I have reacted that way? Is that mean really? Maybe it's not that much of a big deal. How often have you said these kind of things to yourself? You second guess it constantly thinking about whether or not it's okay for you to say the things that you've said. Is it okay for me to set that boundary? Maybe I'm being a little bit unreasonable. Maybe I am. We have these kind of conversations with ourselves very often on a regular basis. Have you ever noticed this when you're setting boundaries? That if you do, if you do happen to set a boundary, then you doubt yourself for doing it. You might even apologize for it later as well. Hey, you know, I know that made you feel uncomfortable sorry about that, rather than owning the fact that boundaries are healthy. We teach people how to treat us. Yeah, we teach people how to treat us. So when we allow people to cross our boundaries, when we allow people, it doesn't have to be abusive, but if people are just kind of taking the piss out of us, taking the mickey out of us, when people are not respecting our time, respecting our personal space, respecting that perhaps we have our own lives or respecting our wishes or what we want or not even considering those things. 
because you might not be speaking up, but they're not even thinking about it. When we avoid conflict with others, we start a war with ourselves. I remember reading that in, in Brene's, Brene Brown's book, and it just forevermore has set fireworks within me that every single time that I don't say the thing, every single time that I don't speak up, it hurts me. I'm sending a, I'm creating a war with myself each and every single time. And that is hectic. I'm curious to know your experience of this. Do you struggle to set boundaries in the first place? If you do set boundaries, how do you go with keeping them? The only people who are ever going to get upset about your boundaries are the ones that benefited you from you not having any. I'm going to say that again. Hey, Gail, nice to have you here. The only people who benefit, sorry, I'll say that again. The only people who will be unhappy about you setting boundaries are the ones that benefit from you not having any. Feel that in your body for a second. When you set a boundary and someone feels uncomfortable about it and someone's like, oh, well, you know, they get narky back at you and then they try to project their stuff onto you. That's because they benefit from you not having boundaries. They are more likely, hi Alison, nice to have you here and everybody else that's joining us, welcome. When people benefit from you saying yes all the time, they don't want you to start saying no. When people benefit from you having low self-esteem because they get to always choose the movie or they get to always decide when you're going to come around, they're not going to want you to all of a sudden start having strong self-esteem. They're not going to all of a sudden want you to start building your self-worth. They're just not. They're going to say things like, you've changed. Oh God, don't be a cow, bitch, probably, is what they're going to say to a woman who sets boundaries. They'll say, why are you being, are you on your period? And there's a thing that, that people do. The experience that I had this morning was that I was due to, to, to record a podcast this morning. And there was a little bit of confusion. I had asked to push it back half an hour, but because of the time difference, they were uh, international, because of the time difference, they didn't get my email. So I rocked up at the time that we had agreed upon, kind of ignoring the fact that I'd asked for a pushback, which is okay. I was okay with that. I asked if we could possibly, if not, it was all good. And so once the, once the time came, I then jumped on. I jumped on and they were running a little bit late. So they sent me an email saying, hey, I'm running late. I emailed back immediately. They said, all good. I'm here, ready to go. And then they replied back to me and said, oh, I just got your email. We'll cancel today. And I was there ready to go. And when I set the boundary back and just let them know that that was an inconvenience for me, that they had canceled on me at the, not even the last minute, five or 10 minutes after we were, I was already on, I had told them that that, you know, was a waste of my time. And I set the boundary and I let them know that I felt as though I was being, what, what's the word that I use? I felt put out. And, you know, they came back to me and said something along the lines of, interesting that you're blaming me for your mistake. <laughs> Blessings, something along those lines. And I find this is a really passive communication. What we'll find when people set boundaries is that, is that other people are going to push back against that. And look, they're well within their right to push back against that. I'm not wholly right in this situation, neither is that other person. There seems to be a misunderstanding. But what's really interesting here is that a really great way to see what kind of person somebody is, is to set a boundary and see how they react to it. How do they react when you set boundaries? If you're dating people, if you're creating new friends, if you are in a, a new workplace, if you're trying to test somebody out to see what kind of person they are, set a boundary and see how they react.
Because if they're pushing back immediately, if they don't like the fact that you don't speak, that you speak your mind, if they are instantly already trying to control the situation, then there's some red flags there. And not because they're sinister, not because they're narcissists, not because of any other reason except for the fact that they don't recognize boundaries within themselves. And so they, they, they are more likely to take advantage of you. This process of building up our self-worth, building up our self-esteem is going to allow us to feel more confident to set boundaries and to keep the boundaries. Because it's one thing to say, hey, no, I'm not available to take your dog walking next week. When they turn around and say to you, oh, come on, I really need you to. It's really important to me. Can you do it, please? When you then go, oh, now I feel guilty. Oh, and they might actually say something to you. They might be like, oh, you've always done it to me before. I really need your help. If you're not available, if you don't want to, it's okay. It's reasonable for you to say no to people. I want you to hear that again. It's okay for you to say no. And you don't need a reason. You don't need a reason. If you find that in your world you are saying no all the time and and people aren't asking things of you and that's keeping you peaceful, then great. There's always room for feedback. There is always room to go, am I being a bit of a dick? Am I, am I not being flexible enough? There is always room for that. But when it comes to people with low self-esteem, we pick ourselves apart so much that we are really not in danger of going to the other extreme. We're really not. The only time that we do do that is when we've been passive for a long time. We're passive, we're passive, we're passive, we haven't spoken up, we haven't spoken up, we haven't spoken up, we haven't spoken up, and the the boil is rising with inside of us. Who can relate to this? Give me a give me a heart or a or a thumbs up. Let me know if you relate to this feeling of bubbling inside of you. Yeah, I can see that. Hey Telly, nice to have you here. There is this bubbling inside of us. Hey, Kim, when when we kind of are not setting effective boundaries on a regular basis, when we don't speak our mind, it all bubbles up inside of us, right? And we feel like we're going to explode. So what ends up happening when we don't speak our mind is that we stay small, we stay small, we stay small, we stay small. Oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Be love and light, be love and light. It's fine, it's all good. And we just get walked over, walked over, walked over. Eventually what ends up happening is we explode. And that might explode outwards and you might yell and scream at people or you might end up yelling and screaming at yourself. You might then implode and hurt yourself in various different ways. It might be that you're distracting. It might be that you're destroying yourself. It might be that you you eat or drink or, or smoke or whatever the self-destructive behavior is. In any direction, if you are holding on to things and you are not speaking your truth in your mind, eventually it's going to explode or implode. And it hurts everybody. Yeah, thank you, Alison. And tell you the inner bubbling is a constant. Yes, because we need to be able to set boundaries effectively in the early days. If we do not set the boundaries here, by the time we get over here, we go nuts because we've had enough. It's too much. That bubbling, the cup can only get so full before it flows over. Boundaries can be so difficult to set for the people pleasers, for low self-esteem. And women are particularly not great at this because what do we get called? We get called a bitch. Oh, you're, you're very moody today. There's almost pushback even when we do set our boundaries. Yeah, 
I'm even having experience like this with a client of mine at the moment. They're having a situation where for the first time in their life with a family member, they're setting boundaries and they're saying no and they're speaking their truth and they're saying the way that they need it to happen and their family member is almost just ignoring them. There's a gaslighting that happens unconsciously. I don't want to say that people are uh, intentionally gaslighting other people. Sometimes they are, but for the most part, most of this is just unconsciousness. Most people are just unaware that they're doing it because they don't have boundaries within themselves. So they're perfectly reasonable to cross yours. Hey, Kerry, nice to have you here. Telly says, I'm a, I'm a screamer and an imploder. Bit of both, I think. Yeah, because there is this like, oh my God, I can't handle it anymore. And then there might be some shame for exploding. So then we take that back onto ourselves. We tend to gaslight ourselves in this situation and think, is it okay for me to do this? Is it okay for me to say no? Well, I can't really say no. They're my family. You know, I recall this situation with, with, a, with an associate of mine. They are constantly at the beck and call of their family. They're the only child in the family who doesn't have kids themselves. They're in their 50s. They don't have kids themselves. And so they feel, and the family always says, oh, you don't have kids, you do it. You do it, you do it, because you don't have kids. Now, everybody chose to have kids, Everybody chose to have kids. She didn't choose to have kids. And now all of a sudden the family's responsibilities are on her because of that choice. If she wants to do it, go ahead. But she's constantly exhausted and she's a martyr. And so many of us use that as an excuse to avoid ourselves. If I just keep helping others and keep externalizing everything, I can blame them for my unhappiness. When the reality is when we set really healthy boundaries, we are honoring ourselves. We are respecting ourselves. No is a complete sentence. Telia said, holy shit, shame for exploding. That's exactly it. Yes. We have shame for the boundaries in and of ourselves. But then when we explode, we go like the whole other extreme. And then we think, oh my God, I'm too much. I'm too much. I shouldn't be this way. And we beat ourselves up and have shame for our emotional outburst. Whereas if we learn to set boundaries early on in the piece and say our no's clearly and kindly and concisely, then we don't need to get to the explosion parts. Telly says, I'm a stay-at-home mum in my family. The rest work. So I feel that. Everyone turns up to me when they need something with the kids. Yeah. So it's like, just because you aren't employed by somebody else, then everything needs to land on your shoulders. Well, that's not okay. You know, I know that in my family, like, I don't have children. I run my own business. So I, I like, my time is really fluid. My time is really mine. I don't have commitments that... I'm like, I'm not overcommitted and I've really made a conscious choice in my life to not overcommit myself. So when I say yes to somebody, it's because I have the time, the energy and the space to be able to give that, right? But people can look at me and go, well, you've got all the time in the world. Why don't you do it? Well, this is my life and I choose to spend the time. I don't need to justify why it's a no. If I don't want to do the thing and what I prefer to do is to lie on the couch and scroll Facebook or read a book... It doesn't have to be a justification. No is a complete sentence, my friends. No is a complete sentence. You might want to add no thank you, but you do not need to justify yourself for any of your boundaries. You're just allowed to have them. No is enough. Even when it comes to things like sex, you don't have to say I'm no because. It's just no. Like no is enough for now. And yes, if you have a relationship with someone from from a sex point of view and from, from any other point of view, it's it's healthy to, to communicate your boundaries and that kind of stuff, but not from a justification point of view. Never a justification. 
Yeah. Tony says, I think I overcommit and never have enough time. I didn't find this life for no reason. Yeah, exactly, Telly. Do you know what I mean? It's come to you exactly at this point in time that you need. We overcommit ourselves very often because we continue to people please. We're externalizing our worth. And we think that if we keep everybody around us happy, then we will be happy. And what it also does is it distracts us from the feeling of unhappiness that we actually have inside of ourselves. If we don't have time to do any kind of inner work, then we can avoid all the pain that's inside of us. But the irony of that is that we end up being in pain anyway. You can't avoid it. The only way out is through. The only way out of, of, of our pain is through. We need to move through it. And I'm reading, um, oh, it's here somewhere. I must have moved it. Nonetheless, I'm reading Glennon Doyle's book, um, Untamed. And she has this beautiful piece about pain beautiful piece about pain about the difficulties of pain how there's pain she's watched the pattern there's pain there's waiting in the pain and then there's resurrection there's rising if we avoid the pain we never get to rise if we distract ourselves if we keep ourselves busy if we don't set those boundaries if we avoid the discomfort of life we never get to grow we never get to rise we never get to actually encompass the becoming of all that we are so it is super, super important that we face the boundaries. It's super important that we come across the difficulties. It's super important that we walk into the dark spaces in ourselves that we maybe don't want to, that we perhaps don't want to face, because that's the only way we become everything that we've always been true to be. I was going to say everything that we want to be, but the reality is you are already whole and complete. It's just that there's a whole bunch of noise and distractions that are stopping you from being that. Like the way that Michelangelo's David has been, has been talked of in the past. That Michelangelo just looked at a slab. He didn't create David. That's not what Michelangelo did. What Michelangelo did was remove everything that wasn't David. And then David appeared. And that's what I do. That's what I help people to do. I help you through these lives, through my content, through the challenge that I'm running. I think a few of you are already coming. Telly, it's great to have you. The Ultimate Body Confidence and Self-Love Challenge is coming up on the 24th of Jan. Beautiful. Going to be very, very exciting there. I know a few of you have already been on, so I'm excited to have you all there. But this is what I do. I help people to remove everything that they are not so the true you can come through. And to walk into those dark tunnels, I know that you don't want to. Hey, Melissa. I know that it's difficult to walk into those difficult situations. I know that it's uncomfortable. I get it. If we do not walk into the discomfort, we remain small. And like a mentor once said to me, we are either green and growing or we are ripe and rotting. Expansion is what we came here to do. And it's through the pain, it's through the discomfort, it's through the difficulties that we actually grow and expand. And we become, we become the truth of who we are when we're willing to face the darkness of who we are not, perhaps. So I'm sending you love with the boundaries. I really, really wish you the courage and the strength to set boundaries early on in the piece. And if you have relationships that you've been with people for a long time and you know that they don't necessarily respect your boundaries because you probably don't set them, I encourage you to start setting boundaries. I encourage you to just start saying no early on in the piece. If that pissed you off, Please say something before you get aggravated, before it's too much, before it's an explosion. Say the thing. Speak your mind. And soon you will find out who actually respects you. 
You'll find out who actually honours you. You'll find out who wants to see you shine. Because those of you, those who do not, will really push back on boundaries and not want you to have them. Yeah, there might be some cabinet reshuffling that's required within your inner sanctuary once you start setting boundaries, but that's a good thing because it makes space for the people who are actually going to honour you and your self-esteem will continue to grow. Telly's just said, I'm so keen for this challenge. Body positivity is my confidence key I want to find this year. Well, kind of courage to find my confidence. Yes! It's perfect, Telly. It's perfect. The challenge is going to be absolutely beautiful for you. If you've done the challenge before and you want to come along again, you are always welcome. Everybody is welcome. All the sisters out there are absolutely welcome to join the challenge because that's, you know, courage. It's actually funny that you talk about that because it's one of the key elements that I will share in the self-love challenge. The ultimate body confidence and self-love challenge starts on the 24th of January. So let me know. I might pop the link in the comments um, if I get around to that. <laughs> Otherwise, just go on my website. You'll find it there. You'll find it somewhere. There's a link. There's stuff. www.moreconfidence.com.au forward slash challenge is where you'll find it. I'm sending you so much love. Thank you for being here, you all. Absolutely beautiful to have you. And um, I'll see you when I'm looking at you next. Happy boundary setting. Oh, great, Kim. Yeah, Kim was at the Kim was at the uh, last challenge that we did. It was an amazing experience, she says. And Kim, I'm looking forward to catching up with you. I think in a few days, is it? Do we have a chat coming up this week? I think it is. Telly says, I shared this to my group, so I would... 100% pop the link down below if possible. Yeah, beautiful, Telly. I will. I will absolutely do that. Thank you for letting me know. Kim, I will talk to you on Friday by the looks of things. And Telly, I will pop the link in the um, in the chat. If you're, you might have done it live. So let me just do it live too. confidence. Because who could... We could all go with some more confidence, right? .com .au forward slash challenge. So it's a beautiful experience. It's a beautiful container for a, for a week long. It's here on Facebook. We get to hang out. You will have four live sessions throughout it and then and then daily tasks for you to do. And it's a challenge. When I say it's a challenge, it's a, it's a challenge. So not everybody makes it to the end. <laughs> yeah. But maybe you will be. So www.moreconfidence.com.au forward slash challenge and make this the year that you really come to life. Make, make this the year that you remove everything that you're not, set boundaries with yourself and, and those around you so that you can really come into your truest version of you. I love you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I appreciate you so very much. If you have any feedback, questions, any comments that you'd like to leave, why not head to my website, www.moreconfidence.com.au or maybe send me a WhatsApp message, plus 61403981597. I would love to hear from you. Every month I run a free seven-day ultimate body confidence and self-love challenge for women to be able to really expand into their self-love and to come home to their confidence. If you would like to come along, again, head to my website, www.moreconfidence.com.au forward slash challenge. Perhaps you may even like to buy a copy of my book, Perfectly Imperfect, Your Complete Guide to Loving Yourself and Loving Your Body. 
It's available on all good bookstores, including Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Book Depository. I also narrated it myself, so if you have an Audible subscription or anywhere that you get your audiobooks from, you can get it there. Happy self-loving. I hope you love you.